So we're at the Ascot Royals right now. You were saying about English swear words you can't say on the radio? In Listen, England, this, yeah. This, is, this part is totally online. So what are some of those words that... Oh, I guess well, we can say them on the radio in Canada too, because no okay. one really knows what they mean. Toss try, pot? Try a couple of... Toss pot. Toss pot. Toss pot. Yeah. That means wanker. Okay. <laughs> what, got any more? Uh, pillock. 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 That's a good one. What's pillock? Pillock. What's it's pillock? Really Pillock's a swear. It's, it's just a rude word. Idiot. You're a pillock. You're an idiot. <laughs> yeah. uh, slag. Slag? Slag. That's yeah. like a British tart. slut. Yeah. Okay. Tart's the same. Sort tart. Yeah. Tart. What Simple. else is there? I like bellend. Bellend's good. Actually. You know, I think a lot of North Americans were put off. We didn't understand the word shag. Shag, oh, yeah, right. absolutely, yeah. And, uh, and and even when the Sex Pistols came out with never mind the bullocks, nobody can understand yeah. What, yeah. what bullocks is. Like, bullocks is a great word. It is, yeah, you know what I mean? It's, so it not. sounds cool, but we're trying to think, oh, never mind. <laughs> this is deep. <laughs> we're starting to finish out deep. I, I got your bio, and I don't usually like to do bios oh. and do my interview, but, geez, somebody... You seem to be a band with a purpose here. You open up with a quote from uh, an old aunt who's dying oh, or something yeah. like yeah, that. Yeah. Follow what you love and do it for the rest of your life. Do what you love each day as if it's your last. It sounds like you're a band with a purpose. <laughs> Is that kind of the way you approach, you know, when you do your songwriting and stuff like that? We. Do you want to go? Shall I go? Yeah, it's sort of. I, I can go if you, you want. go if you want. It's yeah, sort of just like just dig deep and just just go for it. Because at the end of the day, when your head hits the pillow, you want to have a have a good resting sleep at the end and know that you've actually accomplished something, Got it. so to speak. So it's just sort of just going for it. Because yeah, I think I think we became that band. You know, I think uh, I think through stuff we've been through, and I mean, you know, like both like personally and also collectively as a band. We kind of got to the point where you know we realized, okay, what is this all about? This is all about just us living life to the fullest, and that kind of there have been a few pivotal moments in our you know in our journey that made us understand that this is what it's about for us, just living every day and doing. So I understand from your Bible, you fought in the Gaza Strip. Is that right? I did, yeah. (laughs) And you're in a rock and roll band. Wow. Yes. (laughs) How did that change your perspective when you came here? Well, I came, came here to of, be... When you came out of it, I should say. You know? Well, I mean, I, I came here to be in rock and roll bands. Yeah. Like, I, I never, you know, like, being a soldier is it wasn't really my choice. You know, I came from a place that it's it's kind of like, if you're able to, then you go to the army. Mandatory. It's just, you know, it's mandatory. Did you so, ever see the movie American Sniper? I haven't. I've been told not to see it. <laughs> okay, uh, no, no, I'll save the question then. The thing I gets, enjoyed it. The thing that gets me is, is that I'm not sure a lot of people really got it, in the sense that it was... Uh, a harrowing story, more a story about a guy that realized that uh, all this glory and all this mm-hmm. heroism isn't what it's cut out to be. But a lot of people missed the point. They thought yeah. it was a demonstration of Americans gunning down people around the world. And, and They also oh, didn't watch the end. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So we'll leave that for another time. But I want to talk about you guys. Actually, i got to go through this formality of the royal ascots. And I'm assuming, I mean, I'm assuming that's where it comes from, right? The yes, Royal Ascots yeah, yes. from, the, from the horse race. All right, I, I, I did a thing today. It's July the 15th today. And there's a story in the UK right now, which is all over the mm-hmm. press. Breaking news from the annual Berkshire horse racing event. An RAF flight sergeant admits to taking videos of a woman's skirt at the Royal Ascot. Which, if you're aware of this, apparently this is out in the parking lot. Yeah. And this is your namesake, right? Yeah, it's okay. the cliche of uh, 
it was almost a you can say piss take can't you online online yeah sure. yeah, online, yeah it was yeah. a it was a joke it was we grew up near ascot and and royal ascot was this it's the Kentucky Derby of the UK. Yeah. Everyone gets dressed in these top hats that they can't afford. There's a dress code for their oh, stuff. It's hilarious. absurd, and they spend money they don't have, and they act like they're something they're not for the day. But then when you drive through at 6 p.m. at night, all these people trying to look as posh as they can yeah. are out in the middle of the street, puking, fighting, <laughs> you know. Having sex. Shagging, yeah. yeah. Shagging. Shagging. <laughs> and it was like, and we just always found it so funny. So it was, it was also a band name we agreed on, but it, yeah, we just kind of said, Let's play on that and just call ourselves the Ascot Royals. It's, it's got a cool twang yes, yeah. to it. So you've been around for a while. It's something like eight years or something like this, yes. and four in with uh, the rest of the guys yes. in the band. Uh, how did it all come together? It's yeah. Well, uh, this current lineup actually, we we all met through Metalworks. To, to be honest, and oh, really? we had a uh, we had a photo shoot with um, a very good photographer named Steve Haining, and uh, we met Scotty, our bassist from uh, from that, and. But yeah, the initial. Yeah, J- Jimmy, Sam, Sam's our drummer. Uh, myself, Jimmy, and Sam went to Metalworks Institute for uh, audio engineering. Yeah, uh, I graduated. Wow, we had one graduate. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> those guys were just fun to hang out with, and uh, yeah, we met. And then they had a guitar player at a time. He left. Um, they called me in and said, "Hey, you want to, you know, stand in for a few shows or try out or whatever?" And I said, "Look, I don't know if they, they'll let me stay in the country right now because I'm." I'm still on a mm-hmm. you know student visa, yeah. Um, and you know what? I, I kind of wasn't thinking really. We, I just said like, "Hey, I like these guys. Why not just have fun?" We had more fun than I thought we'd have, and I said, "Well, maybe I should just stick around." And then things worked out in many different levels. So I stayed in the country, and then we kept playing together. And then we met Scott, and uh, Scott became our bass player, and. That's it. Loved him ever since. Yeah. So I understand a couple of years ago there was kind of like a, a turning point in the band is you had a van full of gear and it was stolen. Yeah. First thing, what happened? Did they did they uh, they did they break into the van? Did somebody you know leave what? The, somebody leave it open with the keys no, and the ignition? It's, we live we live in a beautiful place called Brantford. <laughs> Uh, well, we actually. Do you want to know? Laugh about it now. Do you want to know the best part of this story? No. Uh, is the only other place our van has ever been broken into is Newfoundland, which is apparently the friendliest place in the world where you can leave your doors open. But anyway, years ago we were on tour at, out east, and in Newfoundland, someone broke into our van, left all the nice equipment. Like there was there was a snare in there, like a Ludwig vintage snare, and this and that. That just it was you know it was parked outside the house we're standing. And they stole the Tim Hortons cup full of pennies. <laughs> it was like, thanks, man. Wow. <laughs> Wanted to get rid of those. Thank God. They, they weren't very smart. Yeah. Uh, They're from Newfoundland. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but you lost all your stuff, but right? In Bramford, this yeah. in Bramford. This time, yeah. We just, yeah, we got back late night show. We had to get to the jazz place the next morning. Um, yeah. And literally, drummer stopped by the mall just to get his work schedule on the way to the jazz space. Yeah. And comes out 10 minutes later, fans gone. Jeez. It was honestly, it was yeah. 20 minutes in broad daylight and yeah. it had gone. In broad daylight. So in this the is parking not the van the parked mall. out at the back. No, God, no. This is, like that. this is, yeah. This I can is. tell you a story, Ben, that we know here who re- rented a house and uh, they were moving all their gear in. They went out for lunch and they yeah. came back. Somebody broke into the house and took all their stuff out. Broad daylight. Oh, same kind of, I don't know what it is about rock bands and their gear and vans and being stolen, but it's almost like a, a rite of passage. Well, ben, do your public announcement yeah, now. 
Here's my public announcement. Okay, go. Sign up to your local musicians union and get the really cheap insurance they offer really broke musicians. All right. Because That's... if we had that, we, we wouldn't fine. have had these issues. But I guess if we didn't have these issues, we wouldn't have had these dreams come true. So you lost all your sense. stuff. What happens yes. next? We got first of all, now. we cry. Yeah, first we're of all, we cry, hugged. drunk, fight, argue, <laughs> really? scream. No, well, you know, there's a lot of emotions involved. It's uh, one of the guitars in there, Tal, it was his first ever real guitar he bought, well, the, the Les Paul, and he'd had it, yeah. what, 20 years? 20? It was it was a lot of, I, I can't remember. Wow. I, brought it, I bought it back in Israel and then brought it here with me. It's, you know, it's been through a lot with me. Mm-hmm. Anything that we've done as a band, like it was all over our first record and all over, like, it was just, you know. It's one of those things, man. You know, yeah. you, don't, you don't sell your first guitar. You always, even if you're broke. So, it's, yeah, like a lot of sentimental value. And sure. I mean, for all of us, it's like, we're all musicians. We're only worth what we own in gear, really. So was so. this a rallying point for you guys? Yeah. We, like, literally, we turned around that Friday, I think it was. We had a jam. And we look and you find yourself at that crossroads of, okay, is it a sign? Is it a sign to sort of grow up and find a real big boy job and... and start living that sort of life and we turned to each other and we had a ton of good musician friends um who who lent us gear Mm -hmm. and we jammed i think we wrote three songs that that night and we just started working that much harder and digging that much deeper for it and saying let's just do this thing full out if we're gonna do it did you pour uh, pour a little bit of that anger frustration a little bit of the fight into those songs yeah a lot of it it. (laughs) all of it it well, all became personal, I think, after that moment. Well, sure. I think I think my, my most vivid memory of that whole experience was that the the car was still on a Tuesday, yeah. and we had a jam scheduled for the for the Saturday, and oh, Saturday b- by Saturday, we already we all had gear to play with in yeah. that like so many good musicians, friends, mm-hmm. known bands that you've probably played on your station came came forward and like, hey guys, like we we've got this. Do, here, here's a guitar, here's an amp, here's whatever, like, here, just we hurry right up and just get going, you know? And, like, you feel that much support, that much love from people, then, you know, we kind of got together on the Saturday and we just kind of hugged each other and said, like, you know what, guys? Like, we're just going to go right into it and just say, you know what, like, beep it all and just, let's go. It's gotta, gotta, that's got to make you feel pretty good, eh? Yeah. It does, yeah. That yes. kind of fellowship it, it, there, right? Eh? Yeah. Looking back, yes. Yeah. At the time, now. <laughs> so a lot of good things happen with you guys. For those who don't keep track of these things, geez, uh, winner of a, a contest called This Is Live, put on by Molson Canadian. Uh, winners of the 2014 Vans Warped Toronto Battle of the Bands. Second in the same competition for the North America Vans Warped thing. Hey, that's pretty prestigious kind of stuff. What, when it really gets down to it, it's really about the music that you're doing right now. Is that right? Competitions are one thing. yeah. You got to kind of sing for your supper every night, don't you? Absolutely. Yeah. Competitions are more a fun thing on the side. That's like, oh man, if we actually won that, we could go play in LA, and they're going to pay for everything. Wow. So, so we'd enter. You know what I mean? And and not really. It's you can't care about it because it's it's art at the end of the day, right? Like yeah. it's something that it's, you might do something amazingly well, but somebody else does a different thing amazingly well. And at the end of the day, if that judge likes that. They'll go for it, but we were very lucky in that. So no well, we normally just say, "Yeah, screw it, let's just go have fun." Who cares? We played the the date in Toronto for Warp Tour. We didn't even realize, like, yeah, we're like, "Oh, this was fun," you know? We're like, "Nah, there's no way we won." There's like tons of other really good bands, and it's like, but we yeah, didn't... I hope, but whatever, you know, it'd yeah, be yeah. cool to go to LA. But if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Like, we we had a great time, you know. I'd and completely then... forgotten about it. Yeah, I got a cool. <laughs> we're at the Jam Space one day, and I get a call from the VP of Ernie Ball. Yeah, in LA, and yeah, hey uh, Ben, this is Brian. Whoa, blah, blah, blah. It's like, 
okay. Yeah, what's going on? Well, you're coming down to LA in a few weeks. So, really? <laughs> <laughs> Went and played the Fonda Theater in Hollywood, and it was just yeah, it was a good experience. Oh, it's but it's crazy. Yeah, and Ernie Ball Guitars, who who put this yep. band of, battle of the bands together, they they're super nice, and they <laughs> gave me and Scott some free guitars. They just said like, go on our catalog and choose whatever you want. So I was like, really? That's Are you of, kidding me? No one. Yeah, it was it was cool. No one ever has free keyboards. <laughs> now, excuse me if I... Uh, you, you have a five-song EP coming out, a new song, Best Is Yet To Come. Uh, is this your first release with Sony? Yes. This is, yeah. yeah. So what, what was what was, what, what was it that, that got them interested? Was it all this stuff that we talked about? Oh, we're still asking. How come us, right? You tell us. You have a lot of big people in your corner. I mean, for those of us who read the liner notes and kind of pay attention, from the from the people in the back, the guy, people in the boardroom, yeah, you've got... You know, you got Gavin Brown and Eric Ratz, you know, working the audio into your record, and you got, uh, you know, you got Sony and Slate it's... Music involved, and uh, Casey Marshall and uh, Neil Sanderson, the drummer from Freddie's yeah. Grace, yeah. is like, uh, I say, you have some good people in your corner. You guys must be pretty good, eh? We just, we, I think, I think we just got <laughs> really so, lucky. For, them. <laughs> for me, it's like a dream come true. It's, yeah. I just we're really fortunate to have such a team built around us right yeah. now and it's as I there's no other way to put it it's just dream come true so we just keep reminding each other keep working as hard as we can and and good things will happen good. you know Our Sony reps here do we know do we know when the uh, EP is out We do not have a date yet. Uh, don't have a date jeez but the best is yet to come is out. Yes. And uh, we know that you're playing at the Way Home Festival on July the 26th, and you're playing the Bigs and Barbecue on yeah. August the 29th at Port Dalhousie. Yes. Hopefully the thrash metal version of the Dicker song will be uh, worked out by that point. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, trust oh, totally. me. It's, uh, it's coming. Guys, real pleasure to meet you. Ascot Royals. Thank, Thank you, you so much. much. Cheers.